Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Sites, recovery radio kmp3.com if you get the books go to sarcasticbigbook.com and as always I'm so glad you're here with me I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle but here we are you and me and I'm glad for that and I am grateful I have no desire to drink tonight. Try not to take that for granted. You might have heard me talk about it on here. If you haven't, back when I was one year sober, the obsession to drink returned. And it stayed with me for quite a while. And I didn't know why. I had no idea why. But today I know why. And I also know things I got to do to prevent that from returning. I'm very grateful for that. Very grateful I have no desire to drink today. It's not lost on me. And I'm really grateful for the understanding I have of what is in Alcoholics Anonymous, the book. I'm very grateful for the message that I have received. In 1992, I went through the big book in a non-linear fashion for the first time. A big group of people. We went through the book by subject instead of by chapter or by step. And it was mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing to learn that the difference between my assholeism and my alcoholism and it's mind blowing to learn that we do recover and independent from my thoughts about drinking I do not have a thinking problem and if I do it 
It's not alcoholism. And not all alcoholics have that, whatever that might be. Very, very glad to have the understanding of all this that I do know. It's changed my whole life. All this time later, still continues to unfold and mean more. I mean, the principle of God is the principle and I'm the agent. The idea that God is in charge and I'm not. The idea that I can't be in self and be in God's will at the same time. The simple, simple principle of looking to contribute instead of take. This simple concept of being on the customer service side of the counter in life instead of the customer in life. The simple concept described in step three means something different constantly because the circumstances of life change constantly. But this simple This simple understanding has been enough to sustain me. Much more than that, it's been enough to keep me busy and and uh, it's enabled my, my, my spiritual life to continue to enlarge over the years. It's pretty rad. Anyways, I do have a piping hot cup of coffee here. And um, speaking of that, before I get into today's topic. Earlier in the week, I said that I was going to go to recoveryradiokmp3.com and sex it up a little bit. And that is happening by the end of the day today, I'm going to tell you what's being added there now. For starters, there'll be more stuff, but you can go there and get a mug that says my own piping hot cup of coffee. And then, of course, it says Recovery Radio KMP3 on it. You can go there and get a, <laughs> and get a mug that says, I have a face for film, but I'm only on RecoveryRadioKMP3.com. Go there and get that one. You know the old saying, I have a face for radio. Not me. I have a face for film. <laughs> so dumb. You can get a mug that says, trying to live a life that was worth saving. You can get one that says, I'm a model and I don't mind if you stare. You get one that says, ah, yes. And those mugs are going up. Quite a few things are coming down, being replaced with some other stuff. We're also going to have some um, some uh, of the sarcastic stuff up there as well. <laughs> some mugs that 
you know, say things like, my enablers will tell you this is just coffee, <laughs> stuff like that. So anyways, by the end of the day today, hoping to have all that up there. Wanted to update on, update you on that. And there it is. So, recoveryradiokmp3.com. All right. I'm going to read from this son of a bitch who keeps stealing from me. Emmett Fox keeps stealing my ideas, <clears throat> my beliefs. Keeps ripping me off. It's kind of annoying. All right. I'm reading from the book that I share with you on here quite often around the year with Emmett Fox, March 5th. The topic is Turn Within. Don't wait about for God to act dramatically because he probably won't. Don't wait around for God to act dramatically because he probably won't. When people expect a dramatic miracle from the outside, they are really hoping to change conditions without changing themselves. To get something for nothing. And in fact, that would be a violation of cosmic law. Don't wait for God to tell you what to do from the outside. He won't. Anything about that? Brings to mind a absolutely crazy story I have about asking God for something and then getting that something something I've shared about it on here I think years ago I shared it on here I'll share it right now <clears throat> because what what I'm about to share with you has not happened anything like this has not happened since this was in 1989 so I was newly sober I was broke I was just just finished being homeless needed money needed a job really bad didn't have anything and I had a car and it was a piece of shit it was a 1975 Camaro and one of the tires had you know it was just a, a minute away from popping it was just the metal sticking out of it all around and it was just bad it wasn't going to last long and it was a back tire and I had like crazy psycho big racing tires on it and 
And so I needed a tire. So I needed a job to be able to afford a new tire. But I needed a tire in order to get a job. It's a real quandary. <laughs> At the time, it was a, it was a, like a, just the biggest, emer it was just, it was dire. It was just a vital pair of needs. I was just, I was out of my mind telling myself this. I was just, you know, I'd just gotten sober. I was, I was not well, I was not stable. I was not, and I was on my way to a, a meeting pretty close to where I was staying and I was driving there and I was I was crying and yelling to myself as I was driving while I'm crying I need a car but I need a tire I need a tire but I need a car I have to have a car to have a tire but I have to have a tire like and I was just like screaming and yelling and crying the whole way over, I keep saying tire, car, car, tire. I keep repeating these things. I need this to have this, but I'm just, I was out of my mind. You get the picture. I go to the meeting. Just a mess. I'm the first person at the meeting. And I park in the parking lot. And standing there in the parking lot, smoking a cigarette, trying to get myself together. One car pulls in right behind that car. Another car pulls in. One of them parks to the left of my car and one of them parks to the right of my car. I'm staying there smoking, wiping my eyes, getting myself pulled together. And both of these people get out of their cars. And they are unaware of the other person getting out of the car. And they both talk at the same time over one another. And the person on the left says, do you need a job? And the person on the left, on the right says, does anybody need a tire? guy on the right, I said, yes, I, I knew, I do. Yes to both. I do need a job. I took the job. I was an assistant to a handyman. Started right away. Person on the right popped his trunk and had my exact brand, size, style, which always had this kind of special order, tire. His trunk. Like, can you believe this? I don't think I told this story for 25 years. Because it's so weird and outrageous. And if you weren't there, you would not believe it. But then I started telling it. <laughs> I think I started telling it on this podcast and 2019 told it but can you believe that and then I thought that's how God worked 
So then I started, started asking for things specifically all the time. Never happened again. Never. Ever. Looking back, it's almost as if God was like, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do something. I'm going to, you're going to see something out. I'm going to give you, do something outrageous right now, but it's never happening again. I don't know if that actually was what happened. This is what I like to tell myself. But even though that was my experience, I have to tell you, there's no part of me now that expects anything like that to ever happen in my life. I have learned and I have adopted the belief that my insides run the outsides and not the other way around. Now I think about things like, I'm going to try to explain this. I'm going to pick an arbitrary number to try to think about how to illustrate how I feel about all this now. Let's say the universe, let's just say it's a 10. And I will say I'll wake up and my surroundings will be like a four. And if I am in discord, if I'm out of harmony with my surroundings, it's because my number is not a six. So let's say I, through spiritual understanding and spiritual work, for lack of a better word, my, my inner number becomes a six and then I am in harmony with my surroundings. Then I go outside and it's like a, let's say the outside, the number is like an eight and I don't like it. And I think it shouldn't be an eight. I think it should be like a, like a something else. I think it should be a seven. So I'm holding on to being a three. And, but outside circumstances don't care. There are eight, but I'm like, no, this is all wrong. Three is the right number for me. Then I'm in, then I'm out of harmony and there's discord. Then my life and my experience is discordant. It's uncomfortable. Like, no, I'm not changing this number. As a matter of fact, I'm going to change my number to a five. And the rest of the, the, the universe is like, look. I'm an eight right now. I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm an eight. 
and I try harder. And I become more out of tune with the universe. Is this making sense? I think it is. But that's how I, that's how I view things now. Now if I walk into work and it's a three, for example, and if I don't, if I don't, if I don't like that, if I'm, if I'm out of harmony with that, I now know the answer for myself is to me, for me to internally land on a seven. I hope this makes sense. In other words, I'm the one who has to adjust to have the number be in harmony with what's happening. I hope that helps. So later today, go to recoveryradiokmp3.com and get yourself a mug or a sweatshirt or something. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com to check out all five of the books. Or just go to Amazon. And um, above all else, if this is helping you, pass it on. Tell somebody about it. It means a lot. Give a shout out to Texas. My biggest fan base is in Texas. I think that's so cool. Another big one is New York City. Another big one's Colorado and Los Angeles. Hello to all of you. All right. Send me an email. Sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram, sarcastic.a.book. And um, that's it. I got a big modeling shoot today to do. There's a magazine called Guyceps. It's just all arms. It's called Iceps. It's like a combination of like eye, like beautiful eyes and biceps. Wow. I owe you an immense for that joke. Yikes. I'm going to leave right now. Promptly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that joke. Honestly. I think I drink more of my coffee. anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. <laughs> Despite my jokes, everything's okay. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that's worth saving. You're doing the same.